Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the Spurs Cast with your host, Paul Garcia. All right, welcome back to another episode. I will be going solo. I will be discussing the Spurs' roster to begin the season and the season opener on Wednesday when the San Antonio Spurs lost at home to the Charlotte Hornets. Let's jump right into this episode. All right, so the Spurs this, this week of opening week of basketball, they did um, ro- they had to finalize their, their roster for the start of the season. So here's where the roster currently breaks down. I'm going to go ahead and project this. Uh, again, if you're listening on, on visual, I mean, if you're watching a visual format. Okay, so so um, two contracts did guarantee. Those are the contracts of Trey Jones and Kata Bates' job. Both those players' contracts did guarantee. And so now the Spurs have a full roster with 15 players uh, on guaranteed deals. They also continue to have two players on two-way deals, which are uh, Dominic Barlow and Jordan Hall. In order to get this roster down to this to this number of 15 players um, on guaranteed deals, the Spurs did have to waive a player this past week, and that player ended up being Joe Wieskamp. Um, I've discussed this at length on the Spurs cast with, with, with a guest over the, over the last few weeks, and it came down between uh, Joe Wieskamp and, and, and um, Romeo Langford, and we kind of saw the path of why Wieskamp was going to get waived in the preseason and training camp. He really didn't, didn't get a lot of minutes in a lot of those games. And then in that finale, Romeo Langford ended up, get, ended up playing in the first quarter uh, – in that last preseason game and the joke didn't even um, get on the floor. So that was like a pretty um, telling sign there. So Romeo ended up uh, winning that spot out on the roster. Uh, As far as the Spurs' financial situation for the rest of this season, they have $30 million in cap space. So again, they have a lot of cap space open right now. Uh, so that is also something to watch in, in terms of uh, if they're if they're a team uh, as we get closer to February when the trade deadline comes, they're a team who ends up um, you know taking in uh, big contracts for for draft picks or maybe if they start sending out some players uh, via trade because they have multiple veteran players. So again, that's kind of where their team uh, currently sits um, now that the um, now that the, that the roster deadline uh, happened there on Monday. All right, so if you watched the the first preseason game, um, you know that was a rough one to watch. If you're a Spurs fan, uh, the Spurs did lose uh, to the Charlotte Hornets by 27 points. Uh, if you go to our Project Spurs Network TV YouTube channel, I've been doing some recaps of the games. And so on there, I, I went to pretty detailed um, into like some quick analysis of how the game went for the Spurs. Just some quick takeaways. Um, let's just do a quick recap of the game. Uh, first quarter, they, they they ended up going down by double digits. The Spurs, they they really um had had difficulty on the offensive end with turnovers. Um, that was something where Charlotte was very aggressive. Um, really really um being aggressive and, and kind of counting the Spurs players, and and they did turn the ball over multiple times. Then on the defensive end, the Spurs really had trouble there as well. Charlotte was able to get into the paint multiple times, and that that opened up the three point line for them. Uh, as far as pops rotation, what we saw in this first game, uh, the starters were were those projected starters from the preseason. It was Trey Jones at the point, Devin Vassell at the two. Keldon Johnson at the three, Jeremy Sohan at the four, and then Jakob Pertl at the five. Off the bench, Pop went with five players. He had uh, Josh Primo, 
Josh Richardson, Doug McDermott, Kata Bates, Job, and Zach Collins. When the game got out of hand, uh, the three players he went to in the reserves were um, Romeo Langford, uh, Gorgie Jang, and um, Isaiah Roby. Well, I, I would say, I guess, I mean, for the Spurs, you know, they ended up losing by 27. So really, really, it was tough to, like, find any, any bright spots. One of the, one of the bright spots would, would be the play of Keldon Johnson, you know, despite that, that, that rough showing for the team. Keldon ends up with 20 points um, on the night, uh, 11 rebounds, four assists, and two steals. And he went on a, on, a, on a run there in the third quarter that really got this game more competitive, where the Spurs actually trimmed Charlotte's lead down to 10 points in the third quarter. And a big part of that was Keldon's umbrage of threes. He made three three-pointers in that third quarter and got that got them close. But then, you know, they, they didn't answer Charlotte kind of had, had some answers and they ended up, you know, expanding that lead there in the fourth quarter to 35 points. Uh, defensively, you know, Charlotte had a really good night shooting the ball. You know, I, I know the Spurs had their mistakes, but we also want to say that Charlotte had a really good night, better than, you know, it, it, most teams are going to have in an NBA night. They shot 45% from the three-point line. They also shot, shot 62% on mid-range. Um, you do see that the Spurs had some collapses on defense in the, in the amount of open threes from the Hornets. Uh, 52% over half of the Hornets threes were attempted wide open. Uh, one stat on offense to watch for the Spurs that, that I think they're going to improve on as the season goes along is the fast break scoring. They only scored 10 points in this game. Uh, that's something that, that this team should be able to, to do more of. And we saw that we saw them do that in the preseason. And that's something that um, other coaches are worried about. I remember talking to um, Willie Green of the New Orleans Pelicans when they came into San Antonio for the preseason when I was there to visit. Uh, and he and I asked him about that. And, and he basically said that's one of the focuses of, was of their defense was trying to stop San Antonio's fast break scoring. So Charlotte did a good job here. Um but other teams are going to continue to watch that. That should be a strength for the Spurs as the season goes along. Uh, another thing that's expected, as I've talked about in multiple videos here, is is the turnovers. Again, um, young players who who are getting more responsibility, such as Devin Vassell, such as Yaka Perto, Josh Primo. All these young players are now are now having to, to initiate the offense. They're having to um, you know do more with the ball in their hands and create for themselves and others. Even veteran players like Yaka Perto, you know, he, he's 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 learning how to adjust to his new teammates, build chemistry. He talked about in an interview. Um, where he where he he said that you know he he and Dejounte Murray had like a like a really good cohesion in, in terms of that that pick and roll the way they were able to Dejounte could find him in those pocket passes and so now you know there's no longer like one ball dominant player on this team um, to, to really you know run the offense like Dejounte was able to do that, that all star level player so Jakob's having to basically figure out you know how do how do I mesh with you know Devin Vassell running 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 pick and roll how do I mesh with Kelton Johnson dribble handoffs like Josh Cremo pick and roll Trey Jones pick and rolls those kind of things so so Jakob's have, having to figure out things on his um you know with multiple players whereas he and Dejounte were were a pretty good one two punch there uh, in the pick and roll last season and then of course um the spurs had a tough night just shooting the ball and again it's, it's again it's just one game of the season they shot 21 percent from the three-point line um and so so that was that was a part where, where, where they really struggled to shoot the ball and that shouldn't you know it's going to be based on the preseason data again you don't want to put too much into those numbers but um you know they weren't they weren't that bad at 21 percent shooting team from three so that will improve um as the season goes along one thing i do want to uh show um, you know, I, I'm not going to go, uh, you know, dig into stats uh, specifically like for like the team shooting and all that thing and, and all, all those things like and where the players shot from. Because, again, it's just one game. We're going to wait till about five to, to 15 games to get a good sample size here. Well, actually, 10 to 15 games. Anyway, one, one stat, though, that I do want to look at and uh, is, is just showing that it, this is a pretty good stat that shows you exactly how much more responsibility these young players are now having to having to do on the offensive end um, with uh, DeJounte Murray gone and also like with, with the second leading ball handler last year and Derek White before he got traded gone as well. So as we see here, these these are the drives numbers. So the NBA tracks drives um, 
for the players in this opening game against Charlotte. We see here that Josh Primo off the bench went uh, drove drove um, the ball 14 times. Then behind him was Keldon Johnson 11 times, Devin Vassell 10 times, uh, Trey Jones six times, and then Yaka Pertle and Romeo Langford five each. There was other there was a few other players here, like two or three, but I only went to I only listed players here uh, who had five or more drives. But here's why this is important because. Um, you know, I'm not going to talk about you know whether they passed or they shot or, or if they made their shots when they drove the ball. It's just showing it, it just shows that there's more responsibility on these players. Primo last year, he only attempted 3.9 drives per game. Um, you know, as a rookie, and now he's getting 14. He's one of the top one of the top players. I'm not saying he's going to get 14 every night, but I think he's going to definitely get double digits in his drives. Um, Devin Vassell, he only averaged 4.4 drives per game last year. And look what he did uh, in open. Night, 10 drives now. So he's gonna probably get double digit drives because he's he's expected to be one of those um, um initiators on the offense. Keldon Johnson, he 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 Keldon probably has the most experience doing this. He had eight drives per game last year, um, you know, uh, being behind Murray and Derek White. But he he upped his now in, in opening night to eleven. As he gets more comfortable, he's probably gonna increase that that number as well. Uh, and then let's see, and even Pirtle, someone like Pirtle, right? He's he only ha uh, averaged one drive a game last year, but but on this team where they really need him to move the ball to find cutters, um, you know, off the, off those backdoor actions with his dribble handoff action and, and being able to see see the, see the floor uh, there at the elbow, he even put the ball on the floor and he and he drove five times, whereas last year again he only did it once. So I think even Pirtle's going to have uh, way more responsibility and try to create some offense for this team. Uh, and then it just shows you that kind of like the stark difference of, of how they, they this team doesn't have like, like a go-to player anymore, and it's going to have to be a way more balanced offense. Uh, DeJounte Murray last year averaged 17.9 drives per night. So again, that was – and then and then behind him before he got traded was Derek White at 12.1. So again, um, this is just – I just like to stat the drive stat because, again, it shows you that these young players, they're going to have to learn uh, to, to do more. And then this is kind of – it's going there's going to be some growing pains as, as we saw in this opening game with those turnovers. Um, uh, but but it, it's just something to watch and, and, and to, to monitor as, as, as this season's more so based on, on, on growth and um, for these young players. And that's kind of what Pop mentioned at the beginning of the season is that this, this isn't really about this season. It's more about he wants to, to help these players grow so they have really good careers uh, later on down the road. So that was a pretty quick episode, like I said. Um, you know, just this team finalized the roster. There's only been one game in the season. So so we'll have more um, next week on the Spurs cast when the, Spur the Spurs will have played multiple games. So thanks for listening to this episode of the Spurs cast. I also want to say thank you to Joe Garcia for mixing and producing this episode. From all of us at Project Spurs, stay safe and have a great day. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.